Welcome to Attention, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. My name is Ray Schillens. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. Find out more, by the way, at aaf10.org. That's aaf, the number 10.org. There is an event coming up that is so big that it has not one part. It has three parts. And that's kind of cool. It's called a virtual day at the Texas Capitol. And Co-chair Cindy Brummer and co-chair Helena Abing are putting this thing together in this crazy time that we call COVID-19. I am so tired of the term, our new normal. So I'm not going to use it anymore. All right, I'm done with that term. Uh, but but guys, thanks for being here today and, and to talk about this event. And there are so many different things to talk about. But, but, but sincerely, thanks for being a part of the, uh, the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having us. I have, I want to first of all tell folks who don't know you guys, uh, but I'm sure you are well known in circles in Austin and the American Advertising Federation uh, as well. Cindy Brummer is creative director and founder of Standard Beagle. And I will do nothing more than to tell you uh, dig, lead, and play. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. We dig down until we find the bone of the issue. We come up, lead, we come up with ideas and lead the pack to a solution and play. We implement our ideas and iterate on them to the perfect solution because that's what we love to do. So, Cindy, welcome. And before we, before we introduce um, Helena, I want to read one thing. Um, that, if, if you haven't figured it out, um, the name of the company is called Standard Beagle. And the Standard Beagle, if you go to the website, you're going to find the most adorable picture of a guy by the name of Benny. Benny. One only standard beagle. Uh, Benny uh, is a, is a uh, what, what was it? It's a treeing walker coonhound. I bet there are not many of those in this world, but maybe there are. But that is such a cool thing. I love the fact that you've, you've created a company based on that. Uh, on 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 that, that puppy dog, and uh, I'm sure you guys uh, still miss him. Uh, Benny passed in uh, 2016, but uh, yeah. Benny's here forever. That's a good thing. <laughs> Another thing about Cindy is you don't want to cross her because um, she she coaches boxing level one, so uh, she's a USA boxing coach for the YMCA Austin. Cindy, you're a busy person here, no doubt about that. Not only at Standard Beagle, but in your in your community as well, and that's great. And I also want to introduce Helena Abing of GSDNM, respected senior-level professional with a diverse advertising production background and a wide range of knowledge and industry contacts. And uh, basically, this sums up GSDNM so well, solving the world's problems one breakfast taco at a time. Helena is a senior print producer. So, guys... Setting aside your jobs there at both of your companies, you have taken on a monstrous thing. Did you guys volunteer for this or did you get voted in? Did you miss the meeting? How did that go? Anybody can answer that. 
so I, I have to admit that uh, I, I volunteered to be the uh, VP of government relations a couple of years ago, and I've been kicking around this idea for a little bit, but it wasn't until I kind of strong-armed Helena into joining me as a co-chair that we finally got this idea off the ground. So honestly, it is because of, of, of her being able to join the committee and as a, as, as a co-organizer you know, that we were finally able to, to get this going. And what about you, Helena? How did you get involved in this? So I was recruited to the AAF Austin board last year uh, by Korea Francis, who was the, the president that year, uh, who was a co-worker of mine and friend. And um, she's one of those people that you don't say no to. <laughs> so she has that special gift of, of getting people to do what she wants them to do. And um, so I was uh, a chair of a different committee last year, and um, then this year uh got to talking with Cindy and um I'm, I have an interest in government and um so yeah she she uh, took that opportunity to <laughs> bring me in but it's been amazing we just I think we complement each other really well um she's a really great big picture person and uh although she's really great with details too she won't admit it but she really is um and then, you know, I it kind of tend to some more of the detailed stuff, but we, you know, we'll, we just feed off each other and just, you know, an idea just kind of keeps growing. And this one really did keep growing. Um, but, I, but I have to say that from the very beginning, Cindy really um, wanted it to be a district effort and from very early on wanted to involve other chapters within the district. And so um, that was the approach that we took, and it has really paid off. Yeah, isn't it really cool what the American Advertising Federation does? It pulls people together uh, uh, to to work together uh, for the betterment of our of our industry, and 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 this seems a rather uh, important thing. I was thinking about from a district level when you're talking about Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and of course Texas as well. This is a day uh, at the Capitol, uh, the Texas Capitol, that is. But but frankly, um, <laughs> I don't under I I, I wouldn't be surprised if you get a lot of other folks from you know from Oklahoma and the other and the other states to to get involved in this because what's going on in Texas um quite frankly also uh, reflects on the other uh, states wouldn't you think that yeah absolutely and and honestly in our in our planning efforts we we've been really excited to have uh, members from district to to join us in the planning and immediate past president bill richmond uh, joined pretty early on and and he immediately brought up, we want this to be a blueprint for Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana, because what we're doing in Texas is so important. Um, you know, with COVID, a lot has changed. And, uh, you know, having a tax on advertising has always been something on the back burner. It's always the easy thing for our um, elected representatives to turn to in order to cover budgets. Um, I think right now, though, there's a lot of worry that because of budget shortfalls, that's going to happen again. And we want to be very proactive and make sure that we're getting in front of this as much as possible, especially in Texas, but we definitely want to set it so if, hopefully this is successful, that the other states can follow suit in what we're doing. As a past governor, Bill was the architect of many incredibly cool things for uh, District 10 as well. He's such a great guy. 
this is not an event. I'm going to call this a mini-series, okay? Uh, let's look at all of the elements leading up to March. We'll begin with October 20th, and then we'll go to November, and then finally into March. Let's talk about uh, the kickoff, the, the workshop, the pre-education session, and I'll give that to either of you guys. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, Helena was the one that uh, really was the one that found the appropriate speaker for it. I, I thought, you know, we need to t- tell people how this whole thing works. And she was the one that had the idea for Stephanie Chiarello. Now, I don't know, Helena, do you want to explain how great Stephanie is for this role? Yes, absolutely. She is such a rock star. Um, she um, has been quite involved in government and actually was a uh, um, a member of uh, Senator Kirk Watson's staff, um, and now is a, um, a chief of staff for uh, a state representative. And I'm so sorry, I've forgotten which one it is. But um, she uh, is super knowledgeable about the ledge, um, and she's done education sessions in the past. As a matter of fact, I saw, um, I just found, too, I was cleaning out some stuff, and I found the presentation that I got from that, and it was in 2017. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was just super interesting, and she had a way, and it was just funny, the way that she described it was very down-to-earth and, you know, kind of explained how the legislature works and, you know, really just cut through all the, the bowl and just said, you know, here's how it works. It's, you know, these are the people that have the power. These are the people that do this. These are the people that do that. And and it was so approachable, and um, it, it really uh, is something I think that will be uh, uh, very valuable for our members to 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 learn about. I agree. Yeah, and the whole thought here is that you know there is such a a different population, particularly in Austin, but across Texas, of people who have moved from many other states who may not understand how the Texas legislature works. In fact, I have people on my staff that are from. California and from Virginia, and they just didn't know. And it didn't, never occurred to me, because I've been in Texas since high school, that there would be like, oh, I didn't know that, that, that it worked that way, when, you know, all these things. And so, you know, from my time in news, I knew, well, we need to tell people, because if then they understand, then they're more likely to step up and get involved. And so that was kind of the whole reasoning for starting this entire series with a Texas Ledge 101. Here's what it means. Yeah. It, it, it's necessary that we do that. As you said, Texas Ledge 101, how the Texas legislature works. This series or this event would not work without these elements. Uh, for the first one that we just talked about uh, with Stephanie is our uh, uh, keynote speaker on that one. That's October the 20th. And we're going to tell people how to uh, become a part of this here in just a little bit. Uh, so then we've got uh, another workshop, workshop number two, coming up, the pre-education uh, session number two, Pro Tips, How to Talk to Legislators. That is set for November the 12th. Very logical. Who's going to be at that event and what are we going to learn? Yeah, I, I found one of the people who will be there and uh, Helena found the other two. We have a good mix. We have an activist a lobbyist and a chief of staff. So we have uh, Becky Bullard, Annie Spillman, and Max Lars. And the, the thought process behind this was people may not may feel a little intimidated. <laughs> like, how do you talk to someone that's your elected representative? Sure. I know that when I, I had the, the privilege of being able to go to the National Day on the Hill 
in 2019. And that was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. And I remember Bill Richmond saying to me, no, they're just like you. They're just, they're normal. You just tell them who you are. But it took a while to get over that bump. And I needed that coaching in order to feel comfortable stepping up and saying, yes, I'm a representative of AAF. I'm from Texas. I am your constituent. And this is, this is the knowledge that I have that I can provide to you as a resource. And so that helped a lot. And so I tried to put myself in the shoes of our members who may not have ever called in to any representative ever. And I, wanna, I, I really wanted to make it so that we were thinking about them and how they can feel more comfortable because it's the only way that this is going to be successful. Mm-hmm. I think that's Absolutely. genius. And I think that having, having an activist is, uh, uh, you know, engaging people and, and getting them excited about being part of the process. And then having a chief of staff, um, you know, I had a conversation with Max Lars, who's who is going to be that panelist uh, representative uh, representing um, a, a, you know legislative staff member, um, and you know he said that people come in and they just you know are asking for things, and you know kind of one thing that works a little better is coming in and and you know just being authentic and telling who you are and offering to be a resource and you know, trying to just make that connection with your legislator or their staff member. Um, and then, you know, then you can kind of, you know, tell them what it, why it is that you're there. But, um, but creating that relationship is really uh, uh, the important thing, I think. Yeah, and I love the fact that you're creating dialogue and creating connectivity. That's October the 20th and November 12th events. Then we can uh, kind of skip uh, to, uh, to, you know, get you through the holidays and a Super Bowl, and the American Advertising Federation Award stuff. And then we reconvene, uh, just like the legislature does uh, in March. March 2nd or 3rd is the, is the, the tentative date uh, for that final element uh, called AAF Texas Day at the Capitol. And that's also uh, got a very, very special uh, keynote speaker. But talk about, uh, talk about Roy and talk about the, uh, the things that will happen on that day. I'll let Helena take that one. <laughs> so, um, when, in one of our very early planning meetings, uh, we, you know, we kind of uh, just all got together and, and talked about what we wanted this to be. And we wanted it to be engaging. We wanted it to be um, collaborative. We wanted it to, you know, not be boring. We talked about some different speakers that we wanted. Um, and so um, we reached out to Roy since he was one of the people on our list. And uh, with him being one of the founders of the agency where I work, um, I, I happened to know him, uh, you know, from seeing him in the halls and everything. And he's just such a great guy. Sure. And he's so involved in politics. And he's just the perfect person, I think, to kind of kick off the day. Um, so Cindy and I put together a pitch deck and um, I got some time on his calendar and walked him through everything. And you know, kind of talked about the different issues, and he was so engaged and knew about all the subject matter. Like, he already knew about all the issues and asked me really smart questions, and, you know, at the end of it, I was like, well, you know, we, we think that would be really great if you could kick off our day at the Capitol and, you know, get our members excited because he's just such a, a you know, uh, enigmatic person. He just, he just gets people excited about things, and, uh, and he said, I'm in. 
So <laughs> we were just thrilled uh, to have him be on board. So I, really I think he's a great choice. That. You know, Roy uh, Roy was uh, our guest on the advertising show that we did uh, way back in 2001. Um, uh, and he's always been a, a willing participant and such an incredible person uh, to represent uh, Austin, to represent advertising as well. Advertising helps generate $531.5 billion, which is 15%, 1-5% of the economic activity in Texas. Every $1 million spent on advertising supports 66 Texas jobs, and one in six Texas jobs in Texas is related to advertising. You see how this comes together? So the question, and I'll let you answer th- this question as well, but why is it important? For advertisers, creatives, marketers, anybody involved in advertising and marketing to be interested in all this kind of political stuff. Because it seems, you know, you usually have somebody who takes care of that stuff. You don't want to get involved because you can't understand. It's like reading a contract. Uh, Why is it important that folks become a part of this series of events that you guys are putting on? Yeah, that's that's such a great question. And my thought process behind it is that if if we don't speak up, who's going to do it on our behalf? Our jobs are at risk. Um, I I keep going back to the example from Florida, and it you know it's been a number of years. I don't remember exactly when it happened, but the the state legislator legislature was able to pass a, a tax on advertising in order to you know cover their budget. And it was disastrous for that industry. Jobs were lost, agencies closed, because advertisers, you know, the people that want to buy advertising, they were being taxed. And they, instead of spending money in Florida, they took their money elsewhere. I don't want that to happen in Texas. Yeah. It's, there's, it's such a critical part of our economy, and it's so critical to our livelihoods just as creatives and, you know, producers and and all the people who are selling like media everybody who is affected by advertising in some way shape or form their jobs are at risk if a if a tax is passed and so we need to speak up and be that resource and be that and we can't just do it individually it can't be one or two people that speak up it has to be the whole like all of us because otherwise they're not going to listen so that's why this is it's so critical that everybody say something because the voice of many becomes very powerful. Sure. And obviously this is very important uh, uh, to our industry and to every individual who is involved with uh, uh, with things that associate with the advertising uh, industry in Texas. So are you suggesting I know you you brought up the Florida uh, sales tax initiative. Is there um, and I'm, I'm not aware of this, but is there a proposal of a sales tax on advertising services hanging out there right now that will become part of the legislative session? At this point, I'm not aware of, of any like anything official. I do know that in, in conversations with other groups that are you know interested in this sort of thing, that they are anticipating it. And they are already gearing up and worried about it. Because of budget shortfalls, where are they going to make up that budget shortfall? Um, you know, they've already, there's, so, there's only so many areas they can take away from. And 
advertising always looks easy. And I know this is something that I've heard at the national level. This is something I've heard from different states. Um, this has actually been something that has come up recently in the Washington, D.C. area. They were trying to cover a budget shortfall just within the past few months. Um, fortunately, the members mobilized and called. And that volume of calls, they made their voice heard and they, the initiative was tabled and it wasn't taxed, but I don't think that this is going away. Every legislator needs to fund their initiative somehow, yeah. and it always looks easy to look at advertising, even though they don't, because the, the, the benefits, like, you know, what we do isn't always as visible. We have to make sure that it's visible to everybody. Yeah. And if we don't defend it, it will become an issue. Um, because it's very prominently up there at the top of the hill. I here's the thing that uh, interests me as well: the the um, incentive programs, film industry incentive programs, tax incentives, and such. Uh, here in the state of Texas, there is a um, a tax incentive for um, uh, it's called uh, what is it? Producing a master. That's what it is. If you if you are involved in the production of a master. Uh, there is a tax break uh, for folks here in Texas. But the film industry, uh, and you're going to talk to that as well, I would assume, um, at the day at the Capitol, uh, about about the film industry and some of the incentive programs that we have. That's such an important element in Texas. I mean, we need more interest in this state uh, from, from a, from a you know, continental United States uh, platform. We need more Texas what does the film industry look like uh, as far as tax incentives go? Yeah. Selena, do you want to take this or I can? Yeah. Sure. Um, so we've got uh, one of our, our volunteers uh, in the Dallas area uh, has really been a huge help. Um, they have connections with the Texas um, MPA, the Picture Association, and um, are going to help us bring in some speakers to talk about that issue. And, um, basically, you know, we, we want to encourage uh, incentives um, for film so that, you know, we can bring more business to Texas. Um, you know, and I think that we're hopefully going to be able to also get a film commissioner to attend the um, event and, and tell us a little bit more about um, some ways that we can get involved. And again, that's part of the event uh, March 2nd or 3rd. Uh, of uh, the coming right. year. Now, here's something. I want to talk about voter fraud now. <laughs> but we're talking about uh, the Postal Service protecting uh, the U.S. Postal Service as, as marketers. We rely, rely on direct mail as an important component of the advertising campaigns. Additionally, the service is vital to uh, printing companies. So we're gonna, you're going to talk about that as well during this uh, day at the Capitol event. Tell, tell us more about that. Absolutely. And that's something near and dear to my heart, being a print producer. You know, I'm, I'm seeing my my uh, printing uh, uh, partners, um, you know, struggling with, uh, with this issue. And, um, you know, I think we all agree. It's just the, it's the post office is such a nationally, um, you know, recognized as important. And I think that the majority of voters out there want the post office to succeed and to continue um, but it has just kind of been politicized. And so, um, you know, we're, we're hopeful that we can just kind of talk some sense into to people, to, you know, the legislators to help, um, you know, support and protect 
that service that's really so vital for our industry. For so many years, and will still maintain relevancy as we move into the uh, the next decade as well. Here's another thing that uh, you've got on the on the on the docket for the uh, the day at the Capitol, virtual day at the Capitol. Uh, American Advertising Federation, if you don't know, is a founding member of the Digital Advertising Alliance, which supports privacy, privacy laws, but also recognizes the desire of consumers to have access to free Internet content. And you have one segment of those workshops that's going to talk about the privacy laws. Tell us more about that to, on, on that program. Yeah, you know, one thing in our industry is that, you know, as agencies, if there's a patchwork of privacy laws that we have to meet, it's, it's going to be very crippling. Um, we already have privacy laws in California that are substantial. Texas in the last session passed um, some, some updates to the privacy laws that mostly affect very large agencies. And what the concern is nationally and in Texas is that when, because we don't, we don't have state borders. We're not just working in Texas. We're working across the nation. I know I have clients across the board. GSDNM has clients across the board. We're not alone. And if we're having to deal with, oh, oh we got to worry about this law in this state and this law in this state, that is going to be very expensive and very difficult to manage over time. And so what we want to talk to our representatives about is, you know, supporting something national. We, we, it's not that we're against privacy laws. We're not against having some framework. But what we think needs to happen is make it uniform so that we're not having to deal with 50 different laws. And also, you know, we can regulate ourselves in a lot of ways. You know, we can advise. We, we have suggestions on, on how this law, this national law, should be created. So let's leave it up to Congress to, to deal with this instead of trying to do it state by state. Um, we, we, what we want to talk to them about is like, yes, we, we're on board with this, but let's not do it 50 ways. Mm-hmm. Boy, that would cause total mass confusion, and we sure don't need any more mass confusion in our already mass-confused uh, world, do we, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> this is cool. And you're going to have a happy hour. I forgot to mention that. A happy hour at the end of the keynote, or the, you know, at the end of the event. I, I love this. You know, a lot of clubs uh, around the state are doing virtual events. Some are charging, some are not charging. There is going to be a charge for this event, but it's going to be a small charge for the price of admission. You're going to get an awful lot of stuff. And we're talking again October 20th for the workshop one, the pre-education session, session Texas Ledge 101, how the Texas legislature works. October 20th, that is. November the 12th is uh, workshop number two, pre-education pro tips, how to talk to a legislator. And of course, the day of the event, uh, the second or the third, it's a Texas day at the Capitol, a virtual Texas day uh, at the Capitol. You know, you being Austin-based, first of all, I, I applaud you guys for doing this. This is phenomenal. I hope that every club, I don't care whether it's Oklahoma, Louisiana, uh, Arkansas, or of course here in Texas, they have to be a part of this thing. I would only assume that you are going to amass an incredible amount of people who are going to participate, and I certainly hope you do. But let's go back to Austin for just a minute. First of all, with this COVID stuff going on, yeah, we're all getting tired of this stuff. Yeah, there are waves, second wave, third wave, whatever you want to call it. How are you guys doing 
and speak on, on your industry directly as it relates to your activities and your life and how are things going in Austin for you guys? I'm curious. Um, well, I know I can speak to my own company in that we have been pleasantly surprised at the insane amount of work that has come our way. I, I'm actually very grateful for our existing clients that keep coming back to us. Um, I have been so incredibly um, booked with appointments and, and talking with clients. It's been a blessing, honestly. Wow. Um, so I'm just so grateful. Um, Helena, I don't, how are things going for you? Yeah, um, surprisingly well. I mean, um, I've been so proud of uh, our leadership at DSCNM of uh, really, you know, embracing and and setting us up for success, um, our our, um, company, and and really we're kind of known for our community and um, camaraderie within within the company, but it's really been awesome how it's continued, uh, even virtually. Um, we have regular, um, pretty informal meetings and, um, you know, we've got some, some people in the company who are, are really just enthusiastic and they kind of like, you know, take us out at the end of the meeting and you know, it makes everybody laugh and we, you know, our chat just blows up and, you know, it's really nice to kind of see that community continue. We're, we're just adapting and, and making it still happen, which yeah. just really makes me happy and makes me smile. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you mentioned smile because it sounds like you both are wearing smiles, and that's so important to existing and, and uh, improving during these times. I fly airplanes, and I have an organization called the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association behind me and my license and my ability to fly. We, on the other hand, have the American Advertising Federation, the unifying voice of advertising, a powerful voice. I would assume that you've probably caught, obviously, district attention, but you've probably caught a national attention for doing something like this. Are other districts doing anything like this, or have you guys created a first? I, I know that there has been other, you know, there have been other efforts in other states. Uh, we've, we've been fortunate to be joined in some of our planning mes- um, by uh, Clark Rector, who is the government relations person at the national level. He's been a great coach for us. And, you know, he mentioned what other states have done, and we've taken some cues. I don't know if there's anything else going on right now um, across the country. Uh, we've been so focused on mm-hmm. our district uh, and very grateful, not just for, you know, a help at the district level, but also help help from other chapters. We, we couldn't be doing this without Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston, Amarillo, Lubbock, Corpus Christi, the, the list goes on. So all of those chapters have been, you know, gearing up and helping us in this effort. And so we've been so focused. We just want to pull this off. Yeah, we're talking today, recording this prior to the event on the 20th, and I'm sure you have checked out officially and are now working on the plans here, but we're going to continue this conversation, guys. <laughs> Stay here with me one more moment. Irma. But uh, I think this is really cool. Thank you for doing this, and I sure hope that everybody, everybody, all the clubs in the whole district say, you know, I better go to this thing. This is a good thing. Both of you seem like you are wonderfully 
uplifted by membership in American Advertising Federation. I want each of you to tell me just briefly, what does AAF membership mean uh, to each of you? For, for me... Um, okay. Oh, go ahead, Helena. <laughs> well, no, I, I was just going to say, uh, you know, the, the word that comes to mind for me is community. Uh, our, our president, Annalene, uh, at our uh, retreat this summer when we had our first board meeting, um, that was kind of the theme that she wanted us to ladder up to. And, and it just makes so much sense. And especially now with, you know, everybody working virtually, we're, we're really, um, I think, doing a good job of, um, you know, creating community even virtually. And, you know, I have to say, just working with all the different districts and even, uh, you know, at the national level, um, seeing the support and enthusiasm for what we're doing, it's, it's just so reassuring, and it, it, it just makes me feel like a, a part of this community. What yeah, about you, Cindy? and my word was very similar, because I was thinking connection. For me, the membership has, has meant connecting outside of my agency. It's so easy to get siloed into what we're doing in the day-to-day. And by being able to reach out what other agencies, what other professionals are doing, it's, it's been a real boon for me. And particularly as we work on this project, you know, the, the connections across the state, across the district, even across, you know, the nation have been just exciting to be part of. And I just see it as something bigger than Austin. You know, obviously we're part of it. We're, we're driving it, but, you know, Having the force and the power behind all the other chapters and all the members has been a real boon for that this is bigger than ourselves. And one thing I do want to mention is that, you know, we decided early on that any profits that are derived from this, we're donating to the Mosaic Center for Multiculturalism. Yay for you. This is more this is not a money making event per se. Yeah. This is about doing something, doing the right thing making sure that we're around for the long haul. Good for you. Good for both of you. Cindy Brummer is uh, co-chair along with Helena Abing of the of the virtual day in Austin. And I guess uh, it, it also you're looking for, are you still looking for sponsors and, and such like that for this event as well? We are. We're looking for volunteers who can uh, help us with all of the appointment setting and, and coordinating. We're still looking for a tech chair, actually. And we're also looking for sponsors, and we are putting the finishing touches in our sponsorship deck. But we would like to, we would like to involve many different uh, companies and chapters, and and not just those that have an agency title. But you know, I know that, you know, even Google and, and Facebook and, and Amazon and many other large tech firms, they have connection to our industry as well. So I'm I'm going to kind of slide that in there. Like if you're with Google, yeah. we want your sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. Let's participate. <laughs> October the twentieth is coming quickly, um, and I really, I really think it's so wonderful that Bill said, "Call, call Ray because you need to be on a podcast to do this to promote it." And what better way to get the word out uh, as well to our an, an entire district and to the world, frankly, for that matter. You don't have to be in the district to be a part of this. Uh, you might even join us if you're not in District Ten. Um, but how do folks find out more? How do folks go right now, right now, to to, uh, to to register for the event? And do they register for all three, or are you just doing one at a time? How are you doing that? 
Yeah, well, right now I know that it is on our chapter website at austinadfed.com or .org. I can't remember which one. I think it's .com. Okay. .com. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the uh, the district also will have all of these events. The first one is the only one that's out right now. We will soon have the November 12th up there. But right now is the time to register. It's very low fee to come to the October 20th event. Uh, but definitely the district website or always the austinadfed.com. For less than a trip to McDonald's, you could learn how uh, the, our Texas legislature works. So that'd be a good way, good way to put it. That's right. I there. definitely think so. <laughs> that's perfect. Not, not the healthiest of ways to get there, but that's fine. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to both of you, and thanks for stepping up, and, and yay, Austin, uh, for uh, for coming up uh, with this incredible series of programs, the 20th, November the 12th, and then in March of 2021, early in March of 2021. Um, and Cindy and Helena, you, you guys are doing great stuff in Austin, also great stuff for the District 10, so we thank you uh, for that on behalf of uh, District 10. Uh, thanks thank so much, you, Ray. Ray. Thank you. I'll be there. You be there, too. Yay. Okay? It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That's awesome. But I tell you, this is going to be a great event. I certainly hope, if you've heard this uh, podcast and this uh, message, that you do indeed participate in this three-part series of Virtual Day at the Capitol. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation District 10. Find out more at aaf 10 Org. That's aaf10.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We're there. Do that and you will never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Till next time, thanks for listening. This is Ad Tension, copyright 2020. I'm Ray Shillings. <laughs>